with Ryan Reese. This is Live with Ryan Reese. Call now, 1-888-564-6173. Or post your questions using the hashtag LiveRyanReese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. What's up? This is Live with Ryan Reese. I am your host again, Sean McKeon. Uh, Ryan is at a wedding right now for his, one of his cousins. And so I'm joined in studio tonight with Wade O'Neill and Lauren O'Neill. They have both been on the show multiple times. I've done ministry with both of them for a long time. Lauren for many years and Wade for over five, six years. Six years um, and we're both pastors at Calvary Chapel Golden Springs with Raul Reese. And uh, we do a lot of things with Ryan as well. So um, for this night, we're going to be focused on relationships. I was thinking about it. Maybe a marriage stuff. Maybe it's the single life. Whatever it might be. I- I'll find out a lot of times... Um, when we're talking, we've had Wade and Lauren in. It's kind of a topic that seems to flow pretty smooth. If you want to call in tonight, the number is 888-564-6173. Again, the number is 888-564-6173. And as I was kicking around what we'd be talking about today, and today I did a, a, a wedding ceremony. Um, and it was cool. Um, mm-hmm. Good people out in Anaheim Hills. Congratulations to Mark and Marina. And um, it was out like in the forest. There was like squirrels like... <laughs> (laughs) Coming up from the trees and everything when I was doing the the ceremony. Um, It was a great time. I I find it interesting uh, how powerful uh, a wedding ceremony can be to friends and family. Because it's a demonstration of a commitment between two people. Uh, Marriage is very important. Um, When it comes to big decisions in life, I would say there's two huge decisions all of us will make in life. Number one, what are you going to do with Jesus to call the Christ? What are you going to do with Jesus? And number two, who are you going to spend the rest of your life with on this earth? Would you agree? sure. How important is it, Lauren? It is the second most biggest, hugest, major decision you'll ever make for your entire (laughs) life. That you will ever make in your entire life. But if you made that decision based on the word, being led by the Holy Spirit, led by the Lord, as tough as marriage can be, it can be the most amazing thing. Yeah, for sure. It's tough, but it's it's amazing when God is your foundation. Wait, what do you think? Oh, I think the same thing. Big, huge decision. You, it's the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. You know, I, you know, talking to a few is interesting. Not knowing what we were going to talk about coming in to this, and then, uh, you know, finally deciding on talking about marriage and relationships. There's just a few couples that I've been just talking to, younger couples that are getting married, and you just see the reality of <laughs> the permanency of marriage setting into their hearts. You know, we live in a culture today where marriage isn't respected as it used to be. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of the power of. You know, getting to do weddings and be involved in that, it, it's its kind of like a reminder of like, okay, we still believe in this. We yeah. still believe in honoring our commitment uh, to the Lord first and then um, to each other. So definitely um, a huge commitment, but the greatest blessing in all of your life It's if, if it's the one who the Lord has for you. When we um, talk about counsels, people that walk in, they want biblical instruction, probably one of the most the the one that's called the most that call ins or walk ins are marriage. marriage. I would probably sure. say seventy five to eighty percent um, in ministry mm-hmm. has to do with either a marriage, struggling in the single life, um, going through d- multiple things that have to do with relationships are the biggest um, thing that we deal with. Um, and I believe that like everything in our lives, if we want to get the true answer, you got to go through the Bible scripture. Sure. You're talking about Wade. 
um, the percep- perception of marriage in our culture mm-hmm. today. And a lot of times when I do a wedding ceremony, um, I remember this one interview that I saw this one time, and the question was, when was when was the first marriage conducted? And one of the people that were being interviewed was, um, it was conducted in Rome and gave this year, mm. and I and my myself, I'm watching and I'm like, that's false. false. If you want to know what marriage is, you have to go to the beginning of the Bible. You got to go to Genesis because every time that marriage is talked about throughout the New Testament. Matthew 19, Ephesians 5, and various places throughout the New Testament, 1 Corinthians 7, it refers back to Genesis. Mm -hmm. Um, God has a blueprint when it comes to a relationship. Um, I believe one of the big things that's facing our society today is because it's so selfish. For sure. And to be um, successful in a marriage, you have to be selfless. You have to dine to yourself. And these are areas that, as we're talking about these things, they're a struggle for all of us, you know. Um, when you think about the curse that took place um, from the fall of man, for the for the man, it was he's going to work and toil hard. He'd have mm-hmm. to work hard by the sweat of his brow to provide um, paycheck, basically, and provide for the needs of his family, but also that he would die physically. Um, but for the woman, it was, they're going to have pain in childbirth. But the second one, your desire shall be for your husband, but he shall rule over you. Mm-hmm. And I always note that because some people get um, maybe misinterpret or don't think about it all the way through because they think of Ephesians 5, where it's like a positive. Why submit unto your husbands as to the Lord? And you can go back to Genesis and it's like, the part of the curse is your desire is going to be for your husband, but he's going to rule over you. Mm-hmm. Why is that a bad thing? And I always break down the fact is in the beginning, God created man with and woman with equality, no pain. There's no sin. There's no problems. Mm-hmm. There's no strife. That's right. Um, but by that, there's going to be strife between a man and a woman. Sometimes we clash. And those are the things that we all battle with. And I think if we open up this dialogue um, with a listening audience that is out there, I hope that it will be encouraging uh, to those that are listening right now as well because marriage isn't tough but man it could be like you said one of the greatest things that can happen in our lives for sure i don't think go ahead no i was just gonna say i'm really glad you brought up that verse in genesis about um your desire for be to will be to rule over your husband and he shall rule over you because in and of myself like my flesh like I want to be right in every fight. Like you want things done your way. You want the other person to submit to you. And those are all fleshly things. But when you allow the spirit to rule over your life, those things that those spiritual qualities, I guess, love Mm. it's fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, long suffering, um, those once the Holy Spirit comes into your life and you allow that part to roll over, those things become dominant instead of the the, the flesh wanting to react. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like because in myself, like I'm not naturally submissive. I'm naturally bossy. I can rude. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can tell. Sure. That. I can tell. <laughs> These no. guys both know I'm very bossy, um, and I want things done my way, and that's my flesh. But it t- it's a supernatural thing to be submissive. It's not easy. I don't think. Lord. I think in regards to marriage, there's nothing more humbling than marriage, mm-hmm. right? Marriage will show you really quickly who you're not. You know, sometimes, especially Christians, young Christian couples go into marriage and they're on this spiritual high in the sense, or God showed me this. It's amazing what the Lord's doing in our life. 
and then you realize who you just married. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, Wade. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, heard, I heard someone say, you know, the girls going to marriage, their their boyfriend or fiance is this amazing man, and then they think they're marrying Jesus, and one weekend they realize they married Judas. Yeah. <laughs> right? Because. Right. But it's humbling uh, for husbands, it's humbling for wives because there, there has to be the point where you actually humble yourself and realize, you know, and you brought up marital counseling, walk-ins, phone calls. The first five minutes of every counsel is they're doing this, they're doing that, my husband this, my wife that. And really when you come to the place where you realize you have no control over your husband mm. or you have no control over your spouse, so then the focus becomes, well, Lord, what do I need to change about myself? And that's humbling Yeah, that you could be the problem yourself. You could be responding the wrong way, whatever that looks like. Uh, but it's humbling because as David prayed, you search me, Lord, know my heart, try me, see if there's any wicked way within me. Yeah. It's humbling, but it, it should show you your insufficiency um, to do marriage, to do life, to love your spouse apart from, apart from grace, man. I remember before I got married, I was so nervous getting married because before I, I came to the Lord, I was in a couple of serious relations back in the day in the world. Both of them were, you know, obviously they went off off the rocker, some bad stuff, obviously. Um, and, I, you know, I think it scarred me in some ways. I didn't really realize it, but you don't trust people or you don't want to, or you go in cruise control sometimes in relationships. And for a relationship to grow, you have to be, connected you have to put time into it um and i always failed at that in the long term in, in those relationships so when i looked at it as god got a hold of my life and walking with the lord for a couple of years i didn't want anything to disqualify me from ministry from being a jerk guy boyfriend or future husband um because i knew what my track worker was up to that point and so i was very apprehensive uh when when god brought my now wife into my life, I, I took things slow. I drove her crazy because maybe I was going a little bit too slow. And then I, I, I've told the story before, we broke up for a few months and then we'd get back together and then we would eventually get married. That's the short part of the story and I won't go into the, the long detail of it. Um, but really, um, I needed the Lord. I remember praying, Lord, I'm dumb and I will make mistakes. You have to make it so clear and so obvious that this is the girl that I'm supposed to marry. And I remember the Lord speaking to me. He confirmed it through a couple of scriptures. And just most important thing, peace in my heart, mm. assurance. When I had that, things changed. She will attest to it as well. Yeah. That my, the, my, my, just my decisions became more firm. And we began to make, make tracks and, and get married. And now it's almost been, it's going to be 10 years wow. in January they've been married. Are you married. serious? Yeah, it's been a long time. You were in our wedding. I was wedding. in your wedding. Um, it, time's gone by so fast. And along the way, now those things that I feared, um, which was putting things in cruise control and just the different things, you know, me getting in the way. I've seen those glimpses at moments in the 10 years where, okay, but... In the Lord, we allow God to do inventory in your life. Okay, I see myself kind of going down that road. Mm -hmm. I got to um, invest. I got to love, just like the Bible says. Um, what I tell a lot of couples when I marry them, I give them three things. I break down those part of Scripture, but I tell them three things. Um, uh, commitment, communication, and unity. Sure. Commitment. We're in this for the long haul. We can't be like that boyfriend and girlfriend relationship where you're skidding down the car, like peeling rubber down the street just because you guys get in an argument. Commitment. I'm in this for the long haul through the ups and downs of life. And you kind of have to have that determination in your life. 
Like, this isn't something where I'm just going to be kind of lukewarm and just, um, it's, it's a weak decision. No, I'm committed to communication. We're going to talk things out. We're going to work things out. I'm not just always going to think that I'm right. You can't always think that you're right. We have to talk through this that we're going through and then unity because Satan wants to divide. God wants to unite. And to me, those are three like little points that I like to bring up sometimes because I, I believe they're biblical, um, but I think they're very practical For as sure. well. Yeah, extremely practical. Okay. For sure. No, I think, you know, communication's key. You know, and I think the enemy in your flesh is going to get to get through. I try to do everything he can to break up communication. I remember when Lauren and I first got married, the first weeks and first year, really just not. We're, we're complete polar opposites. And um, I remember we came to a point in our marriage, the beginning of the marriage, where it's like anytime we're having a serious conversation or anything needs to be finished this this conversation is going to start in prayer and it's going to end in prayer and mm-hmm. it's going to remain in humility or else we're not going to get anything done here we're not going to get anything accomplished and like you said you commit for the long haul mm-hmm. i you know in marriage like i i want to finish well you know I, I have so many examples in my life of people who have been married had good relationships when they're younger and then the kids move out and and it's just them too and the marriage falls apart Mm. You know, they've raised their kids, they've done life together, and now they're alone. They're like, man, who are you? Right. You know, so you, you mentioned spending time, and, and you can't, there's no replacement for time spent. You know, kids, mm. life happens, kids kids happen, and just the busyness of life. But it's always keeping your wife, your husband, your spouse, and your heart and your mind, keeping them in prayer, um, and just really being one flesh, Yeah. you know? I believe it's important. And uh, throughout the show, we're going to be talking about a lot of these things, relationship stuff, single stuff, uh, maybe it's children, uh, whatever it might be. If you want to call in today, the number is 888-564-6173. Again, 888-564-6173. Or you can comment on any of our social media. I know I'm live on Facebook or Instagram, I think Facebook. You can post your questions there. We'll be able to take them throughout the show. Um, But before we go any further, I do need to bring up a couple things. One, for the whosoever's, make sure you you go to their website. There's always amazing product that's there. Uh, The things with the Kill the Noise Tour, the high school tours. I know that the high school school seasons are coming to a close, but you can book for the upcoming year as well. Uh, Make sure you go by the whosoever's uh, website and see everything that's taking place or follow on any of the social media platforms. You can also go to ryanreese.com where all his Shine archives, a bunch of his teachings are. And also the radio archives as well from this show for over two years. But there's also something, Wade, that I wanted you to bring up on the Spirit West Coast, some tickets that we're giving away tonight. Yeah, you can call in tonight to win a pair of tickets to Spirit West Coast in Ontario or Del Mar. The one in Ontario is on June 9th with Toby Mack, Crowder, Mac Powell from Third Day, Phil Wickham, Zach Williams, Holland, and the speaker is going to be Daniel Strickland. Um, or you can call in and get the one for uh, the Spirit West Coast in Del Mar on June 17th uh, with Casting Crowns, Mac Powell from Third Day, Jordan Feliz, Zach Williams, Holland, and then the speaker will be Shalene Bryan. Yep. So, so you can call in at any time during the show and inquire about Spirit West Coast tickets. And you have the choice between the two. You can either go to Ontario or Del Mar, depending on what's closer to you. Uh, but make sure you call in right now. We do have a few tickets to give away, but they will go very quickly. So call in at 888 564 
800-636-6173, and an operator will be standing by to get you dialed in with those tickets. Uh, the Another thing is Ryan Reese, you might have seen on his uh, social media, has started um, to announce his Wake Up Speaking Tour, and he's fired up about this. He is now booking in Southern California. You can go to info at ryanreese.com. And also encourage for the whosoevers a way that they um, have um, asked you guys, if you have the vision to partner with the whosoevers and believe in the message and the vision that they have, you can join for as little as $10 a month in a monthly giving program that helps them go out to all these high schools and many different events uh, that Ryan and the crew are able to speak at. And then also know that after this show tonight, a lot of people have been asking about this, what's that new show of Ryan Reese that comes on after this? It is a teaching part of Ryan, some of his teachings that have been compiled that play right after Live with Ryan Reese. So that's it. I know the lines are all blowing up now because everybody's trying to um, uh, call in for these tickets. So they're going to be taking your phone calls shortly. Uh, again, we're talking about relationships tonight, and there was a question that came up on my social media right now. Um, kind of a comment, but I think it's important to maybe hit it home at you a little bit more. Um, from David saying one thing that he's learned is not to go to bed mad mm-hmm. or angry. And the Bible has something to say about that. I mean, you guys are married. I mean, having a disagreement or argument. Um, what, why is it so important to take care of things before you go to sleep? I'm going to go. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I... You know, I think marriage is supposed to be, um, you know, when you enter into a marriage, not only do your titles change, your husband and wife now, but now your roles change as a husband and wife. And, you know, before Paul breaks down the roles of husband and wife in the book of Ephesians chapter 5, he tells you to walk in the Spirit. And I believe when when you're led by the Spirit, the Spirit <laughs> speaks to you. And there's been so many times where I've just wanted to roll over to bed and go to sleep, but it's like the Lord will not allow me to go to sleep until we until we figure this out. But you really don't want to. The Bible says God's mercy is renewed every morning. You know, you don't want to bring yesterday into tomorrow. You know, God God desires for us to live a life of victory and to really, you know, where there's true repentance, there's true forgiveness in relationship with the Lord. And that's one thing that um, has really, I think, and I'll let Lauren speak blessed our marriage is just a proper understanding of who we're not as individuals and when you're when the lord's done that work of humility in your, your life you expect a lot less from your spouse right um and i think that's that's blessed our marriage for sure i think too i don't want to start the next day off wrong mm-hmm. you know what i mean like there's too many things and too many important things and that need to be taken care of in order for us to start off on a bad foot and wake up grumpy and, you know, not talking to each other or it's just not how I want to start my day the next morning. And in, in being an example to the girls, sure. we, you know, I want to, you know, show I, I want to give them Jesus and yeah. how I treat you is how they're going to see the love of God through me. So. For sure. Sean, one thing you shared with me, I think, younger, and I don't know if it was before my marriage, and it's something that you bring up often in counsel or just casual conversation at lunch, or, but you talk about perspective a lot mm-hmm. um, in marriage and life in ministry. And I think when you take that perspective um, into marriage and into family, yeah, I, there's a bigger picture to your life yeah. in that moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Life's too short. Your words have a lot of weight. That's what we have to to realize. Um, I, that's something I've realized more over the years have t- has taken place because for me, I can be sarcastic. I'm naturally sarcastic. I grew up with my crew of friends. No, we not. bag on each other. We talk trash to each other. Our whole lives, hurtful things, you know. Um, and, you know, I still have a lot of that sarcasm at different times. And 
but sometimes I think I have good timing with my jokes, <laughs> but sometimes I have bad timing. And then, like, I'm waiting for Nicole to laugh or something, and it's not funny. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but I'm like, but I think it's funny, but it was taken wrong. So I've learned to, like, in those things, actually, maybe your timing was off. Maybe, maybe you were wrong in, in this area. Um, and there's other things as well. If we really do inventory in our lives, there might be something that you really do not think that you are in the wrong for. Mm. But when it comes to what is the impact on that individual, you got to take that into consideration. You can say, oh, no, um, he's sensitive or she's sensitive. Well, that might be the case. But at the same time, I think you do need to take inventory. If that's the reaction that you're getting and it's not building up, it's tearing down, I, I think you need to take a step back and do inventory and have that perspective because your words do matter. I remember seeing this uh, interview thing, and it had to do with fighting, um, like in the MMA, UFC, and they were talking about, um, there was that old saying about, um, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can never hurt. And he was saying, that couldn't be, that's the biggest lie anybody's ever said. For sure, yep. Because words actually destroy, mm -hmm. they hurt. Um, and a lot of times psychological warfare, like in battle and in fights, it affects people. And, and in the same time with us, like in relationships and marriage, like our words can cut, they can destroy. Same thing with parents. You can destroy your children. We've seen it. I've seen it through baseball. I've seen it through different athletics when um, kids are getting beaten down verbally by either uh, a coach or a parent, more importantly, a parent, because coaches have to be tough sometimes, no doubt. But when it comes to a parent, belittling their, their child in front of people, mm -hmm. those kind of things could have um, heavy consequences for, for years to come. For sure. You know, I, I grew up in the athletic world. You know, I played Division One football, and with your opponent, if you can get in their head, you've won the battle. Mm -hmm. uh, the, battles, the, the game is 90% mental, right? And so if you begin to make your spouse start questioning uh, their, their ability to be your wife or their confidence in your marriage or their security in your marriage. And I think really that's what women and wives really just want a security in their yeah, marriage. For sure. And then you, it's easy to get defensive real quick. Like, why are you coming at me like that? Like, why are you talking to me like that? And I, I, one of the things that you remind me of when we're having a discussion or a fight is Lauren, we're on the same team. And then it's sometimes you're just like, okay, I just need to calm down and remember that we're, in this together sure. we're trying to work through something together you're not here to you know to tear me down or you know there's no ill motive but it's really like the, your flesh rises up and you get defensive real quick and you want to challenge and and all those things because you do feel like you you're not being protected when you want to put those guards up real quick mm -hmm. yeah. marriage should be a vulnerable place mm -hmm. you know what i mean and you know husbands dwell with your wives according to knowledge according to understanding mm -hmm. Even you know, though they drive you crazy. Yeah, man. <laughs> so it's not only like what you say, like Lauren could say something to me, but if she says it in a sarcastic tone, mm -hmm. you know, I don't, I'm already like, like, you know, mm -hmm. I'm already like my defense is up. So yeah. it's all in your tone, you know. Yeah, I, for me, I, I truly realize I have a, a lot to learn. It's like you, you, you feel like you, you gain a lot, lot of ground. And then you have moments where like, you know what? No, I'm not. You know, marriage can keep reality in your life, too. That's why you need to have the right person in your life. Mm -hmm. I, I'm thankful for the wife that I do have in, in ministry and all the other things I've been able to be a part of. Having somebody that's rooted and grounded in the word, that's key. Like, I don't have to tell Nicole to read. I can w wake up early and she's reading. 
or she's going to bed, she's reading. Like those are the things that are going to keep us on point. You know, when I'm busy doing, you know, going to the radio sure. or, or teaching or doing other things in ministry, knowing that we're on the same wavelength, e- even though in between we might be going through spiritual warfare, even though my kids might be driving her crazy at the store, right, and ha- having a tough day, I know that in the end we'll we'll meet. We'll meet in the Lord. We'll, we'll make it through this because totally. God, she's praying. She's in the Word. I'm praying. I'm in the Word. I'm going to get convicted if, I, if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. And that's the way a relationship is supposed to flow and i think it's very important to glean from those that have been around for a while too those that have uh, successful marriages and those that are transparent as well because there are a lot of things to be learned you know i I think another um, thing when we're talking about relationships is not just the married but the single because i've heard it said before man the worst thing in life is to be single there is nothing worse <laughs> than being single. You don't know how it is to feel lonely during Valentine's Day <laughs> and Christmas. And, you know, it's so you got all these pictures. You take pictures with your husband and your wife. And, you know, you're so happy. And I I'm single. way worse. Right? And I and single. And that's what I say, too. I'm like, you know what's the most worst place to be? Is to be married to the person you're not supposed to be married, married to. Married to the Jumping the gun in a relationship you have not prayed about. You're, you're not waiting upon the Lord. Um, that thing could be that could be disastrous if you're just trying to fill a void, and it's uh, a void that you're trying to fill maybe in the in the wrong way. You haven't waited upon the Lord. You haven't thought like because in marriage the two shall become one flesh. They're no longer two people anymore, or no, they're not supposed to be. There should be one vision, one heartbeat, sure. going in the right direction. But if you, for instance, if you have a desire to do ministry. And you're full blown to the the ministry, and your husband, your wife has had, that's not their passion. You guys are going to be going two different directions, and you're going to hinder what God has for both of you guys. You know, in every marriage in the Bible, at least you see Adam and Eve, um, Isaac and Rebecca. There's no striving. You know, so many. I feel so like so many people, especially in the church. You know, they come to out of the world and in the church, like man, how do I how do I do this now? Mm-hmm. You know, there's a, there's a striving, and it can't be that the Lord's really going to bring me someone. And you know, it's there's no striving. Mm-hmm. And when the Lord does the work, then there's peace in that. You yeah, know, for um, sure. I remember when Lauren and I first started dating, or even when I even first before I even met her and talking to her, I was like, "Man, I have blown every relationship that I've ever been in. And I don't want to blow another one." Mm-hmm. You know, so Lord, I don't I don't even want to do anything. I'm not going to do it. You got to do it. And I just was content to know that the Lord, you know, I knew I didn't have the gift of singleness. Mm-hmm. So I knew the Lord was going to have to do the work, but I was over my choice. You know what yeah. I mean? So, And it's so much better when God does it because then you, your foundation's in him. And then when those fights do come and those hard times in marriage do come, you know, like, okay, you, you can come back to the center of the, it being the Lord. Okay. I know the Lord brought me here. I know I'm in God's perfect will with this person. And the, the word divorce or separation or leaving doesn't even enter your mm. mind because you know, you're in God's perfect will. The what if is gone. Yeah. The what you if know? is gone. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to be taking a break here in just a couple minutes. And if you do have uh, any questions regarding relationships or anything to do with the Christian walk, you can call in tonight at 888-564-6173. We'll be taking your calls on the other side of the break. Yeah, I I love doing this this ceremony today because um, for me, it refreshes me. 
Mm-hmm. You know, you, you're able to now give a little bit of guidance to a couple that have those same kind of struggles. You know, they t- actually took one of our six-week classes, and they were, like, so stuck. They're younger li- like us. Well, I always refer to myself being young, even you're though I'm 40 so years old. 40. I, I feel young. <laughs> anyway, um, they were so encouraged by simple things mm-hmm. that we know so clearly that we find in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And seriously, it makes it so much easier when you're entering into a relationship and more valuable as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I like doing ceremonies, especially with friends and family that don't really know the Lord because you're able to break down something that they know. They know of marriage. They know of a relationships. They're struggling in them or they're having maybe a good relationship or whatever. But the hone down of like, what's the true meaning of marriage? Why God created men? Why God created women? The perfect complement uh, for each other. Um, and don't waste it. Don't sure. take it for granted. Uh, and I usually leave these ceremonies that I do, like doing inventory on my life and, you know, am I being the husband that God has called me to be or um, are there some things I need to grow in and never forgetting. I, I found myself driving home today thinking like, man, I can't believe it's going to be 10 years in, in January. So it's gone by so fast. And I made it up to this point, but at the Lord Terry's, I have a long way to go as well, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be um, someone like you said, Wayne. You know, you have so many distractions because we have three kids now. And so it's already moving, right? I sure. got baseball, now all-stars. You know, Jed's probably going to go back into Kung Fu. He says he wants to play baseball again. <laughs> like, we're going to be so busy. And I, I know I got to be careful from being so busy that we don't take time to invest in our own relationship as well. Because like you said, before you know it, the kids grow up, they're out of the house. And you need to be able to know each other and be connected to one another. And that takes time. That takes investment and priority in these relationships for sure you don't want to not be best friends with your spouse when your kids leave because once they're gone the house is quiet it's just you and your spouse and if that relationship isn't maintained through the years we're live with ryan race coming up everything all right call now 1-888-564-6173 or post your questions using the hashtag live ryan reese on his instagram twitter or facebook uh, i think i speak for the entire administration when i say whoop-de-doo now back to live with ryan reese don't say what i warn you We are back. This is Sean McKinn. This is Live with Ryan Reese. Tonight, I am joined in studio with Wade O'Neill and Lauren O'Neill. Hey. Uh, Ryan is away tonight, but he will be back in studio with Melinda next Saturday. Saturday. So make sure that you uh, tune back in. Uh, as always, go to ryanreese.com uh, for the Wake Up Speaking Tour. And also to get all the different um, Shine archives and all the archives of this show, a lot of things are taking place with Ryan and also with the Whosoever's. So make sure you go to the Whosoever's.com as well. When we were coming to the conclusion of the last segment, uh, we were just talking about the importance of investing in those relationships, even with all the distractions of having kids. You don't want to grow apart from each other. A lot of times, you know, the terminologies of midlife crisis or they, they get older and then they're all about themselves again. You know, you start going to the gym, you start going into sometimes different ventures and it's drifting you away from your wife or from your husband. And it's all about them sometimes, right? They start going out with their guy friends again. They start going out with their girlfriends and those things start taking priority. And then they're getting all this worldly influence from people at work and they're not putting their relationship with their husband and wife as priority. Satan comes in and starts to destroy 
and to confuse because a relationship between a husband and a wife is to be a priority. It takes investment. The two shall be one flesh. They're glued together. What God has joined together, let not man separate. If you want to call in on this last a segment of the show, uh, you can call in at 888 Again, 888-564-6173. We see the calls coming in, and we're going to start taking them. There is um, a post that, uh, question that was posted on my social media on Instagram that, that Lauren saw. So, Lauren, why don't you ask it? Here we go. We have <coughs> any advice on dating when you are a Christian and a single parent. This person's very protective of their relationship with God, which is important, and their kids Hmm. i think definitely um when you are a single parent and you are you know i would start first by praying you know lord is this something that you want i'm looking for a spouse i want to you know be married again or be married and um lord if the lord's put that on your heart start praying um i think that this shouldn't be personally thinking you need to be led by the lord and not go looking Mm-hmm. But allow the Lord to bring that person to you. And especially because it's not about you anymore. It's about your children, protecting your children. And yep. we live in a crazy world and there's a lot of crazy people out there. And you definitely want to protect your children. But I would begin with prayer. Like if that's something that God has laid on your heart um, to start dating again, that you allow him to bring that person into your life. And just um, you can never be too cautious, I think, especially yeah. when you have children. I think that's important, and once again, perspective. For sure. A child can get so attached to somebody very quickly, mm-hmm. and if you're not so invested in that relationship and then it breaks off really quick, then you're you're dealing with two breakups. Sure. Um, and at the, at the same time, you do want to make sure that that person on the outside has that calling. They, they, they realize that as they're entering into that relationship— um, yeah, you're bringing in two lives, and they need to value that. They need to value your relationship that, that you have with your child. And, you know, some people are so about themselves. They're like, no, it's about you and me. You know, don't worry about your kid. It's about you and me. But yeah, that's not the case, you know, especially if it's a young child that's living in, in your home and in your care and you're raising them. No, that that's all you That's your life right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and you are responsible uh, for that child's life. Um, if As the Lord leads, he, he's not the author of confusion. So if it's of the Lord, not going to bring a guy um, that's going to um, discourage you or to break up that relationship. He should. One of the characteristics you need to see is humility. You need to see that he's encouraging you and being sensitive to the needs of your child. And you understand, hey, this is a, a big step, you know, so let's take it slow. Definitely pray. And even after that, taking it slow, not getting too not going too fast and not trying to get too close, especially when there's a child involved, because once again, I, I think it's important because of the sensitivity of that child, mm-hmm. of the attachment that can take place so quickly. Definitely. And you don't want the child, this is in the relationship too. Yep. Because now this person potentially could be a part of their lives forever. Living with this person, you want to make sure the child is comfortable and that they, and you know, and, and working through those issues of bringing another person into the family and, yep. and allowing that closeness in. I'm going to, there's a bunch of call, calls that are starting to come in right now. I'm going to take, uh, let's take this one. This is Monet calling from Long Beach, California. Monet, what's your question? Thanks for tuning in. Uh, Hello, am I talking? Yes, yes. Monet, you're live oh, right wow. now. What's going on? Cool. What's your question? I must called in. My, um, I'll try to summarize, I guess, how do you uh, protect yourself and 
your relationship from um, just like bitterness and pride when it when your uh, partner isn't being uh, righteous, like you're both believers, but um, you're just dating and you know uh, you've been with each other for a long time, and there's maybe just a lack of accountability or apologeticness that yeah, for certain things that are kind of like repetitive. You you, you kind of see them falling back into like carnality things, kind of like yeah. you know struggling with the flesh, and it's the same thing over and over again. And you find yeah. yourself kind of getting bitter because there's no change. Lauren, Lauren, what would you say to her in the struggle that she's facing? Um, definitely remember that you are not married to this person. And I think a lot of times um, when you've been in a relationship, and especially a dating relationship as a Christian, I've heard from a lot of girls like. You know, I just want to be submissive and I want to be this or do that and do what the Bible says. Well, you're not married yet. And so I would definitely call out those things that you're seeing because if you, this is some potentially you're going to marry or you want to marry, the things that you see in this person now, they only intensify in marriage. And so like I would, you know, definitely bring up those things prayerfully and if there's if there's some major issues that you're seeing not changing, then you need to re. I would encourage you to reevaluate those things because again, like marriage doesn't solve problems. Mm. Marriage isn't the answer to things. You are just trading one set of problems in for another. And if this is something that you can't see yourself living with, um, I've too many times talked to girls. Well, I'm gonna once we get married, I'm gonna help him change and work through those things, and that's not the case. Mm. You know, you. That's true. You can't change a person, yep. only the work of the Holy Spirit can. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Anything to add? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it sounds like, Monet, you've been in this relationship for a while, right? A couple of years. Yeah, so no doubt you, you strongly care about them, you love them. Um, and with that in, in mind, the most loving thing you can do is be obedient to, to what the Lord is leading you to do in your life. So I, don't don't rush things. Trust the Lord to, to minister to his heart and, and put him in the hands of the Lord and begin to search your own heart and say, Lord, if this is your will, um, bring this to pass in my life and, and show me because I don't want to be anywhere that you don't want me to be. Mm-hmm. And so I would just yeah. encourage you to, to put him into the hands of the Lord and really submit your heart to the Lord and say, Lord, I want your will more than my own. Um, and, and and put that in the hands of the Lord and, and be okay with what the Lord says. And remember, Monet, God wants his will for your life more than you do. If the, he's put the desire in your heart to be married, you will be married. He will give you that family that you want. He wants to do it. He loves you so much, and he wants to give you the desires of your heart. And so don't be afraid to, you know, hand him back over to the Lord if that's what he, God's calling you to do and to allow him to have some time to work through some things so that God can give you the best in your marriage. Right. Well, I hope that helped you, Monet. Yeah, thank you guys so, so much. God no, bless you. All right, no problem. And I think that's a, a key that you brought up, Lauren. I think a lot of times people think that you can just uh, throw a ring on the finger and now poof, yeah. everything's done. Every That person's changed and we're going to work this stuff out. Um, you do have to realize, hey, this might be a struggle that this person's going to have. Am I willing to um, go through it? Am I willing to you know, look through, through the eyes of sure. Jesus and, and help them maybe in this process? Or maybe they have a lot of issues 
and it's not changing, and maybe I'm in the way right now. You you have to really be honest with, with yourself in those things, and not trying to think you can just change it. And no one's perfect. I'm not right. saying that you're gonna like like Wade married a, married a sinner. I'm a sinner. He and I married a sinner. Like mm-hmm. it's we're not perfect, and we're not. I don't expect perfection from him. But what I do expect is for him to f- have a relationship with the Lord, his own relationship with the Lord, and follow after the Lord. Yeah. Because if he loves the Lord, the Lord will put the right, the correct love in his heart for me and for my children. Yep. Again, this is Live with Ryan Reese, and this is Wade O'Neill's in here, also with um, uh, Lauren O'Neill, and I'm Sean McKinn, taking your phone calls here this evening. Uh, we're kind of focusing on relationships, so if you have any questions regarding relationships or the single life, uh, feel free to call in at 888-564-6173. 888 I'm going to take this call. I believe it's Claudia calling from Ontario. Claudia, how you doing? Hello. Uh, doing good. Thank you. How, what's your question? Uh, my question is, um, you know, when you've been married and, you know, many years you've struggled, you've had a lot of hardships and struggles, but you fought for the marriage, you stayed with the marriage, you've tried to work through it. Um, but to me, it seems it gets to a point where you don't feel you're being loved or valued. And I don't understand how how God would want you to stay in that kind of marriage. Right. And I know the Christian faith is, you know, you're supposed to stay in your marriage, but I don't understand how this would be God's will to be with a man who does not show you love yeah. as a husband. How long have you guys been married? Long time. A long time, mm-hmm. over fifteen years, mm-hmm. and it's just dri- you guys. There's uh, you guys have drifted apart, just not close any longer. Well, I mean, it, it goes back. I mean, after ten years, we separated for about five years because of um, some addictions he was struggling with. Mm-hmm. Um, after he changed his life, I went back into the marriage. I mean, I left because of my own safety and my, my son's safety. Um, he needed to get help. He yeah. got help. I stayed with, I went back again, valuing my marriage. And it just seems that things just never got better. I think, you know, right. I just, I didn't feel loved before and I don't feel loved now. And I've given everything, but yeah, no, I understand. I could, I, I've heard, I've heard the, the, this kind of story before, and it is tough. Um, is, is he a believer? He's a believer. Mm-hmm. He did try to go back to church with me, but I think that was a way of trying right. to get me back mm-hmm. because it eventually started fading away where he no longer attended um, church with me. Yeah. So... Right now, you know, you guys have been married for over 15 years. You're continuing finding yourself, um, uh, you know, at a loss because you don't see a vision of it changing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so right. you feel dis- disheartening. You feel trapped in a relationship that isn't going anywhere. Um, and, and I do sympathize with you. And, you know, as we look at the Bible, the Bible does talk about marriage like we were talking about earlier today. Then it talks about the two becoming together, becoming one flesh, and what God has joined together, let not men separate. 
We know that the Bible says that, that God hates divorce. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 7, it talks about um, a breakdown of that by saying that if a woman is or a man is married and you're a believer and you're listening to the Lord and you're um, interceding on the behalf of your husband or your wife and they leave, you can let them leave. For a, a believer is not subject to them in that manner. For God has called us to peace. And that, that is true. You know, and at the same time, you know, the Bible does tell us to to work through our marriage and relationship. And Jesus gave only one uh, prerequisite for divorce, and that is sexual immorality. That is adultery. And I believe the reason why is because um, it's hard to get over. It can destroy. It can destroy so much. And that is the one uh, area where it is justified. Apart from that, um, it is not. At the end of it, as the Bible says, and as you try to do with your husband as well, even as Christ has forgiven us, so we must also do with one another. You know, I, I believe you're, you're in a place right now that um, more now than ever, because it, not, it sounds like your heart is uh, beginning to, to run cold on the, on the aspect of it changing, only because you don't see no change. And, and that, that's definitely understandable. Um, it is praying without ceasing. It is praying for your husband and for his soul and seeing him through the eyes of Jesus. Because if he knows of Christ, there is something that he's battling with, no doubt, that is marring his decisions that he is making. And he's going to miss out on what God has for him and for this marriage. Um, We need to pray for conviction to take place in his life. I understand you're in a place where it's an impossible situation for it to change. But throughout Scripture, the Bible speaks about God who is able to work through impossible situations, whether it was Abraham and Sarah having a child at an older age, whether it was a a virgin, Mary, having a child in an impossible situation. God does his work sometimes in impossible situations. So, Claudia, you might think that there's no way out of this. You may think that there's no possible way that your husband can change, but it is possible. It definitely is possible. And you need to pray, Lord, grant me peace for the decision I need to make for me to be invested in this relationship, to be praying for my husband. And if it goes to the next step, if there's adultery that has taken place in the times past or whatever, then you prayerfully go through and you make decisions where you have peace from God that you can back up with Scripture. And then you will have peace with God. Okay. Okay, Claudia. With your question, oh, man, it's so very important. I would encourage you, whatever church you're going to, I'm sure you are, ask for prayer, ask for guidance. Your question, I believe, sparked a very good conversation. You're not alone. I actually know somebody that's very dear to my heart that finds himself in the same situation as you. So we'll be praying for you. We're going to add you to the prayer chain, Claudia. If you need any more assistance, uh, they're on the other line. They can get your number. We can co- uh, contact you as well, okay? Okay, Claudia, real quick, you. real quick, uh-huh. uh, read Isaiah 54, 5. Isaiah 54, 5, okay? Okay, I will. Thank you. You're All welcome. Right, take care. Okay, I'm praying. Cool. This is live with Ryan Reese. Um, I would encourage you. Oh, I can't get, now I'm pulling Ryan right now. It's locked. I don't know why. That, there you go. Perfect. This is live with Ryan Reese. We are taking your calls regarding relationships. We have about 12, 15 minutes if you want to call in, 888-564-6173. Again, 888-564-6173. Let me see. What, which one should we go to? Let's go to this one. Yeah. Uh, David calling from Los Angeles. How you doing, man? Hey, how's it going? 
Uh, I'm doing well, David. What, what's your question? All right. So my question is, is that I have a coworker at work, and um, I really, really think she's pretty. Um, you know, she's really, she's really cute and all stuff. Um, but my question is, is that you know, she knows I'm a Christian. She knows that I read the Bible, stuff like that. And um, uh, you know, she said that she used. To, I talked to her about church, and she said that she used to go to a church. Uh, but it got closed down, so I don't know if, you know, she, really, she was a Christian or not, but, you know, all I really want to know is that, I, I, you know, I even talked to one of my friends about it, and he said, pray about it, but, you know, it's, I've been feeling lonely a lot, and I just, you know, I just wanted to, to have some advice from you guys, and that's, you know, if it's okay to ask her out, or should I just keep waiting on God, you know, or yeah. something like that. Well, good question, David. I'm going to have uh, Wade answer this question. What's up, David? You know, the Bible says uh, really clearly, uh, do not be unequally yoked together with a non-believer. For what fellowship does light have with darkness? And I think you kind of answered your own question in one sense. Um, you're you're being led by emotions right now. You're, you're feeling lonely in this season, and it, 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 I would just encourage you, just don't. Don't because it's not biblical. Um, God can't honor that. And um, don't make an emotion, emotional decision and a decision in the flesh. You know, you're, you're young, you're single, um, and just stray away from that. Because God, God has a, um, God's got a plan for your life, and the enemy will throw diversions into your life. And I, you're single, you have a desire to be in a relationship. Obviously, you don't want to be lonely. It's hard being a Christian, being a single Christian in this world right now. But there's times that the Lord will lead us in seasons of, of loneliness uh, to learn how to be content and alone with Him. You know, yeah. That's what it said. If a man can't learn how to be alone with God, um, he won't be effect. He won't be effective in any area of his life. So the Lord is seeking to to mature you and grow you, um, and just focus on your relationship with the Lord. If if your desire is to bring her to church, um, I've seen that fail so many times. Mm-hmm. You know, guys coming or girls coming in with good intentions. I'll bring them to church. I'll bring them to church, and it always ends up in the flesh. No such uh, thing as missionary dating. Yeah. So I encourage you, David, to just continue to wait upon the Lord. And, um, um, you know, the Bible says don't awaken love until it's time. So guard your heart with all diligence, the Bible says. So um, guard your heart, guard your mind. Know that it's not God's will if she's not walking uh, with the Lord. And when it is the Lord, there won't be any questions. So, Cool. Is that cool, David? Cool. All right, man. Cool. All right, David. So have, have a great night, my friend. You too. All right. Take care. Peace. All right, the next one. I'm having tr- trouble hanging this thing up. Now I know what Ryan feels like when he's trying to hang it up. It's not his fault. It's not his fault. I always thought it was his fault. I'm like, this guy, always the same thing every single time. Uh, this is Live with Ryan Reese. Got about eight minutes left. If you want to try to call in real quick, 888 I'm in studio with Wade O'Neill and Lauren O'Neill as well. And I'm Sean McKeon. Um, asking, answering your questions regarding marriage. Uh, this question, I think this would be a good one, Lauren, uh, for you to um, answer. Uh, who, who's on the phone right now? Keely? Yes. Keely. I got Keely. it right. Yes. Bloomington, California. Hi, how you doing? How good, you? Good. How you doing? doing well. Hello. Okay, I'm saved and single. Awesome. <laughs> 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 What's your question? And I'm not dating. I'm not dating. Um, but I have a question. Uh, my question is, how do you know if, if your mate is God sent? 
Like I get kind of anxious sometimes, and I'm like, is this? Is this? Oh no, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a very good question. I think a lot of people have that question, and um, for Wade and I, I can speak on our my experience um, with my husband. It was um, I knew the Lord. Because he had given me peace and I had a scripture and he had shown me through his word. And there was just certain things that um, I was looking for in my husband that God had put on my heart. And, you know, Wade, um, the Lord fulfilled them through Wade. Um, But I think it's honestly, it's a lot of prayer and peace and um, just in waiting upon him. And I wasn't Mm. searching for anything at that time. And I was just waiting on the Lord. Um, Wade, do you want to add anything? Yeah, I think obviously desiring to be in a relationship. I, you know, God's not the author of confusion, and um, yes. He will speak to your heart. Like you said, you're saved. You're a child of God. He, he'll speak to your heart, and He speaks to you a lot through the conviction of the Holy Spirit. And so when you're mm-hmm. honestly desiring God's will, um, He'll give you peace, the peace of God that okay. surpasses all understanding. And as you continue, I do encourage you, guard your heart, you know, uh, yes. go through this with wisdom. And um, just begin to pray as you have been seeking the Lord and, and let the Lord don't be anxious. The Bible says about anything. And no. just how he's I know been it's showing so hard, you, because I'm getting old. <laughs> <laughs> no, but just how he's been showing you no every you know when you think it's it, he'll be faithful to show you the yes. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah, you're hearing you, you, you're hearing God's voice. We'll be praying for you. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You guys have a good night. You too. All right. You too. Bye-bye. Take care, Keely. All right, we might have time for one more. This is a pretty heavy question, but I'm going to try to hit it right here. Ashley, how are you doing? Hi. This is Sean McKeon. We have only about three minutes left. So, yeah, um, I know. Okay, try to sum it up, your question. Okay, so basically my question is, is um, I had told you a little about my situation. I just want to know what what I should do to make sure... I'm walking with Christ because that's something that I've been wanting to do for the longest time. I've just been like in and out of church and Mm kind of living my own will and not his. Yep. I would say this, what God desires in our lives is obedience. The Bible says, whoever desires to come out to me, let him deny himself, pick up his cross and follow me. And that's looking at stuff from God's perspective. God desires holiness. He desires truth. He wants your children to know truth. And going by what is saying here on the screen, if you're living with someone who is not your husband and you, you are married and maybe there's a problem in that, that relationship, maybe it's like it's not even connected as well. You need to make that relationship right. If your, your ex-husband has gone off and you know gone far away, you guys have to deal with that relationship because you're dealing with chaos in the home. You will never have peace until that is completed. Either it's going back to your husband and making things right and restoring that relationship, if that, if that is an impossibility, if you guys are on four tracks together, you guys need to make a completion of that that uh, um, yeah marriage because your children need to be in truth. And then right. if God is leading you into a relationship, you need a man who's going to honor your child, that's going to put him first, that's not a sexual relationship at, at this time when you guys are not married because none of those things God will not honor. And the reason why is because God loves you. He cares for you. He wants you to enjoy the relationship between a man, but he wants you to find it in marriage. Then you'll have peace. You won't have strife. 
There's no doubt if you find yourself in this situation and you're calling on this question, there's been things that you've been struggling with, Ashley. So to make a long story short, it comes to submitting to God, resisting the devil, he'll flee from you. It is dying to the flesh and being led by the Spirit of God. Ask Christ to take over your life and make the decisions that are based upon his word, and you will see peace in your life. But he will not honor a relationship when you are married to someone else, living in a relationship, nothing's done, and there's procrastination, and this can go on for years and years and years. I would say, let this night be the night where change takes place in your life and start the rest of your life walking in truth, Ashley. Okay? Um, my, name, my name's Sean McCann. I know you're in Escadito. Call at Calvary Chapel Golden Springs. I would love to talk to you sometime. That is the conclusion of the show. Love you guys so much. Uh, make sure you call in next week. We'll be taking your calls. Peace. This has been Live with Ryan Reese. To connect or find out more about Ryan, click on ryan-reese.com. Check us out next Saturday at 9 p.m. for Live with Ryan Reese.